Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hi, everyone. I'm Nia Malika Henderson, CNN senior political reporter in for David Chalian. And this is a special edition of the CNN political briefing on the Georgia Senate runoff elections. Over the course of the next four weeks, we will be explaining why these two Senate races matter so very much. What's at stake for each party, what the candidate stands for, and the consequences the results will have for Joe Biden's next four years. In today's episode, we're going to give you an overview of the runoff elections, how and why we got here, what voting will look like, who's running, and what this all means for the country. Let's just start with the basics. What is a runoff and why are there actually two in Georgia? So in Georgia, both Senate seats were on the ballot in November, and no candidate in either contest received more than 50% of the vote. And in Georgia, if no candidate breaks that 50% threshold, the top two vote-getters then face off in a runoff election to determine the winner, which is where we are right now. So when does the vote actually happen? By law, both runoff elections will take place on the Tuesday of the ninth week after the election. So in this case, that means you should mark your calendars for January 5th. Now, all voters in Georgia had to register by December 7th in order to vote in this election. And just like in November, a lot of people are expected to vote by mail. Registered voters can vote by mail, but only if they request an absentee ballot by January 1st. And those ballots have to be received by local elections officials by January 5th in order to count. And really, the election has already begun. Some voters have already cast mail-in ballots because the state began sending them to those who put in requests back in November. The state is also going to hold three weeks of early voting. In-person early voting begins on December 14th. Now, who are the candidates in these races? In one contest, you've got incumbent Republican Senator Kelly Loeffler, who's facing Democrat Raphael Warnock, and he's a leader of Atlanta's historic Ebenezer Baptist Church. Georgia, we need you to vote January 5th. If you're our voice on January 5th, we'll be your voice for years. And we need all Georgians to stand up in this defining moment in American history. Loeffler, she, of course, was appointed to fill former Republican Senator Johnny Isaacson's seat. He resigned due to health issues. And this race is technically a special election to serve the rest of Isaacson's term, which ends in 2023. So if Warnock wins, he will make some history by becoming the first Black senator from the state of Georgia. In the other Georgia Senate race, there's Republican incumbent Senator David Perdue, who is running against Democrat John Ossoff. What we have to do right now is get every vote out. If we win Georgia, we save America. And thanks to you, we're going to make darn sure that the road to socialism never runs through the state of Georgia. If Mitch McConnell still controls the Senate, he will try to do to Joe and Kamala just like he tried to do to President Obama. It will be obstruction and gridlock and partisanship and government shutdowns. 
Purdue is a former Fortune 500 executive, and he's been in the Senate since 2015. He's running against John Ossoff, who, of course, you may remember, ran in another very highly visible election in Georgia's 6th Congressional District in 2017. A lot of money poured into that race. He ended up losing. But here he is again vying for a chance to represent Georgians. If elected, Ossoff would be the youngest sitting senator, so he is poised to maybe make some history on his own. In the next two episodes of our special series on the Georgia runoffs, we'll dig deeper into each candidate and what they stand for. And finally, it's hard to overstate just how high the stakes are in these races for Republicans, for Democrats, and ultimately for President-elect Joe Biden. The Senate currently, of course, stands at 50 Republicans, 48 Democrats. So this means if Republicans win either one or both of those races, they will maintain control of the Senate. But if Democrats win both seats, then the Senate will be split 50-50, and Democratic Vice President-elect Harris would break any ties, and that would give Democrats control over the Senate by a very slim margin, but that would be control nevertheless. And that would be the first time you'd have Democrats in control of the upper chamber since 2014. So how Georgians vote It's either going to swing the majority to Democrats and give Biden a chance to carry out his policy agenda, get his nominations through, and do what he wants as president. Or the alternative is that Republicans maintain control, and that would force Biden to contend with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And this would tee up so many fights on all of his agenda. Of course, Biden has said that he is friends with Mitch McConnell, and he sees himself as somebody who can work easily across the aisle. But we all know that having a Democratic-controlled Senate would make his life much easier and make it much easier to pass his agenda. So while it's just one state, a lot weighs on Georgia, and all eyes will be on the Peach State until the runoffs on January 5th. That's it for today's special edition of the CNN Political Briefing. Our next episode in this series will drop Friday, December 18th. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be back with a regular episode on Monday. CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Taylor Galgano, Mimi Mutessa, and David Toledo, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. Haley Thomas is the senior news producer, and Raj Makija is our senior production manager. Megan Marcus is the executive producer. 